Hey everyone, it is D and Kale. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another podcast. I think the first one went very well, and I think you guys are going to get just as much value from this one, if not more. So today what we want to talk about is relationships. Just relationships in general, um, how solid relationships are built off foundation, and what how our relationship works so well. You know, a lot of people admire our relationship, and... It gives them faith to find a relationship such as ours. Not saying that, you know, our relationship is anything special. It's just two people that worked on themselves and to get it to where it is. So um, it's definitely, if it's possible for us, it's definitely possible for everybody. And we would just like to share some insights that have made our relationship so great that could attribute to making your relationship better or just putting you in the right direction to find a relationship that you're looking for. Praise, because I know we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had my fair shares. I'm sure you have of relationships that have just not gone too well. Yeah. So if we can help you guys just make it so, you know, maybe you can spot out an unhealthy relationship or spot out things in a relationship that might have a different direction than the direction you're going, then it might be easier to really find the relationship you're looking for. Yeah. I think what really worked for us was that we started with a really great relationship with ourselves first mm. before we met each other we were working on ourselves we were excited about life we were already working on our insecurities and challenges mm. and working on mastering our mind and trying to figure out who we were in this world so i feel like we really had an intimate relationship with our inner self first. And I think that's why a lot of the times um, we just we just attracted ourselves because we were on the same path. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And I just want to add something that goes along with the tangent of insecurities. Because me and one of my old relationships, I brought my insecurities into the relationship. I didn't take the time to work on myself, to develop myself into the person that I wanted to be. I, you know, I had those insecurities that I thought would be gone or diminish after I was in a relationship. And unfortunately, all I did was bring my insecurities into the relationship. And yeah, the relationship was good in the beginning, but then my insecurities just popped up and actually ruined what could have been a really good relationship. Mm -hmm. So what I think happens in a relationship is that when those insecurities come up, that's, that's, a, that's a moment for your, us to see it for what it is mm -hmm. see the insecurities or the inner doubts or the struggles that we're going through and like actually work through them and transcend them in a way mm -hmm. and by transcend i mean seeing it for what it is and releasing it because when jealousy comes up when comparison comes up when neediness comes up it's those emotions and those struggles that are coming up and saying hey work with me it's not identify with being a jealous person or being an irritable person it's hey i'm here like mm -hmm. i'm showing up because i want you to work through me want yeah, right. me you know i want to work through you help me you know what i mean so that's i feel like those are the reasons why those insecurities come up and i feel like in this relationship we do that a lot when there is an insecurity on lack of trust or perhaps um, jealousy, we work through those things. They come up and 
we share with one another when it comes up. Hey man, I'm kind of feeling a little jealous right now because you're, you know, off with your friends. Right. And, and I think what really helps and benefits, um, I'm going to come back to what you said a little yeah. earlier, but um, on this subject, I think what really benefits us is whenever you're feeling something, you bring it up right away. You bring it up right away of how you feel. And this gives me options, okay? So now I am the listener, okay? Mm -hmm. So what a lot of people, what I've noticed in relationships is they get defensive. So anytime some emotion gets up, they make it about themselves. They're being attacked. So they have to defend themselves, but like, wait, no, but you do this. And what that's doing is it's not allowing you to be heard. I'm not hearing what you're saying, which is making the relationship worse. If you're bringing up your feelings, now is not the time for me to bring up my feelings. Right. That's not my... This, this is not an opportunity because then we're just going to have a fight. We're just going to have a fight of who's right and who's wrong. And that's never how a good relationship goes. Right. So it's like when you bring up how you feel, what we're, what I do that I think makes our relationship flourish so well is I, I wholeheartedly listen. Okay. I listen to you if you feel like there is... Because I feel like we all play stories in our heads of how something plays out. So it's like, for example, if I'm late... It's not because I don't care about you. And, and maybe in your head, the story is, oh, he's probably off doing something else with somebody else, mm -hmm. and now he's late, and he doesn't care about me. When in reality, babe, it was just traffic, you know? <laughs> so it's just like these little things. It's, we, we all create these, these stories in our mind. So by communicating how we feel, one, we're getting it off the, we're not building it up inside and building anger right. and building this blockade of things so you can't have a smooth sailing relationship. But by you expressing that, as soon as it comes up, I am the listener. So it's like you say how you feel. I have to take my feelings outside. I have to be able as a person to be in listening mode and realize my emotions are not to belong here. Because if my emotions come in, then I'm going to be defensive. So it's taking myself outside of myself and my emotions to be able to hear you. And I think a lot of issues in relationships is just people not being heard. Reach. People not being heard. Yeah. And I think that's so important. So me, I take myself out of my side outside of myself, outside of my emotions, be like, okay, whatever she says is not against me, it's how she's feeling. Mm -hmm. And so many people feel attacked like it's against them, but it's not. It's just expressing a feeling. So you're expressing your feeling of whatever the circumstances or whatever the story is. So I take myself outside of myself, be like, okay, babe, I understand. You feel and this is when ah, communication is so important. <laughs> ah, I love this because I think in our relationship, we are such good communicators. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're feeling, say you're feeling sad because of this, it might have been something I did, that I did. So what I would say to communicate back to you, I want to validate your feelings. Mm -hmm. I want you to be feel like you've been heard. That's important, right? Mm -hmm. Do I make you feel heard in this relationship? Absolutely, because okay. you don't involve yourself in a way. Right. So I don't involve myself. You say, I feel sad because of whatever, whatever. Right. Okay. Even if it's towards me, I'm like, I take myself outside of my feelings and I'm like, okay, babe. <laughs> so you feel, correct me if I'm wrong, if I've heard this wrong. Yeah. And I'm going to reiterate what you said. Mm -hmm. So because of so-and-so, you feel sad. So I, now you've been hurt. Yeah. I took myself outside my feelings. It's all about you and how I can make the situation better. So it's basically being heard and understood. 
right is where where things become shaky if you're not being heard or understood a, yeah if you have a lack conflict of conflict arises right and you almost have to disidentify with your personality to really be able to hear someone mm-hmm. and you have to break it down in parts so it's like if someone's bringing up their feelings it's not about you it's about them how can i benefit our relationship by helping you out with your circumstances and how you're feeling mm-hmm. wow it's not being selfish it's, this is it's a togetherness it's not a separation a relationship is two people being together that want to be together and make things move forward and work right and you know there's so many things especially in business you know people can't reach their maximum potential if they don't have a significant other they're backing them and if you guys don't have a good foundation like if we don't have a solid relationship then what's how are you going to be the best in your profession the best in your passion when you have to come home and hear somebody nagging or that is always upset because you guys aren't working out the relationship mm-hmm. but if you have a solid foundation a solid relationship when you come home it's nothing but positivity it's nothing but reinforcement it's nothing but pushing you in the better direction so when you come home and you guys are on good terms you guys can discuss about what happened throughout the day mm-hmm. and then now not only your perspective of how the circumstance is going, you have another perspective, another positive perspective that's gonna be able to make you look at a situation that you went through that you can't figure out in a different light to be able to overcome that obstacle and be another best version of yourself, to get insight that you would have never obtained if you didn't have a healthy relationship. But if you don't have a healthy relationship and there's tension in the relationship, how are you gonna come back? How are you gonna help handle your problems that you had at work or your passion or obstacles, how are you gonna come back to an unhealthy relationship? Because then how do you have your own problems you have to come back to? Mm. Right? Yeah. So I think that's why having a healthy relationship is so crucial because you can come back to a comfort. It's not coming back to a burden. Right. And I think that's why we flourish so well in almost every aspect that we want to obtain or um, hold because we have that open connection, we have that trust, we have the fundamental keys that make a relationship great. Yeah. I so, think we're definitely, sorry to, No. Okay. if you want to continue no. that, you can definitely. Um, I kind of, before I lose my train of thought, yeah. I want to go back to the tangent of insecurities mm. before we lose track of that. Because yeah. I know when we get in our conversations, we're just kind of all over the place. It's a good one. Um, so insecurities, I th- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. or what your, th- what your thoughts on the subject are, but do you think insecurities stem from being unhappy? Or do you think insecurities are in a relationship are brought up because we aren't happy with ourselves? I think it definitely has to do with that, with being mm-hmm. unhappy with yourself. Because if you were your best friend and you were happy with the progress that you were making, mm-hmm. you wouldn't your insecurities wouldn't spill over to your relationship. Mm-hmm. So like if I knew that I had to work on myself or say that I'm working on my vision or I'm working on whatever, if I know that I'm in the process of it and not insecure about it and having self-doubt, it's not going to spill over to um, Mm. conversations that we have or, you know, arguments that we have and things like that. Right. I like that. And I want to kind of bring that back to my old relationship. Um, I had a, a very, very deep codependent relationship okay which meant that 
I wasn't happy with myself and I was seeking happiness through the relationship. Mm. So I came into the relationship unhappy and I thought that the relationship would make me happy. Well, lo and behold, that's like not a good reason to get in a relationship to be happy. Mm-hmm. So what I did was because I wasn't happy with myself, I was, I was seeking happiness through the, my partner. So when my partner went to hang out with other friends or went to do things, I wasn't comfortable being alone by myself. That was my happiness. So every time she left, I got insecure. I got jealous. I'm like, why aren't you hanging out with me? Who are you hanging out with? Because it was the insecurity that I had because I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't be able to, I wasn't able to be independent and do what I wanted to do that would make me happy because I didn't know my core values. I didn't know what made me happy. So I feel like as people, if we work on ourselves and work on our insecurities, and everyone thinks insecurities, in my, in my opinion, I know I, at least I did, I thought insecurities were a burden. Mm. And I think if you shift your perception of your insecurities as a burden instead of an opportunity to grow and become the better person, mm-hmm. I think that's when your, your mindset changes, when you have a different perception of how you view the world and view yourself. So if you change your viewpoint on insecurity as an opportunity to grow and become the person you need to become, then you're willing to tackle and deal with it and be like, how can I, okay, how can I make this better? And then when you work through your insecurities and you get a relationship, that is when a really good solid relationship can flourish. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's a two-way street because there's two people in a relationship. Right. So you need to find someone that is equally happy with themselves. I think that's right. so important. Like so many people want to jump into another relationship as soon as they leave a relationship, but they haven't had any time to grow and work on themselves. Right. To be happy with themselves. And I think that is so essential because if you look through happiness through outward external things or people you're never going to be happy because happy is a feeling Mm. happy is always from within happiness is something that you create Mm -hmm. no other thing can create your happiness only you can temporary happiness but it doesn't right right sustain and you have so many people that are business owners and people that have all this money and you know they're not happy Mm -hmm. and that's ah it's it's hard to see people like that, you know? Yeah. I just want everyone to be happy. And to be able to spend time with yourself, I think, is the most crucial, the most important aspect of a relationship is you. Right. And I think that's that's what works, is that in this relationship, we are three. There's the man, Kale. There's me, the woman. And then there's us, the relationship. We don't work on our relationship. We don't. We never work on our relationship. We work on ourselves individually and then come together to share those lessons um, and ex- like understandings and experiences, right? Yeah, I think we're, be able, we're able to teach each other yeah. through our own lessons that we've gone through and we're, we can learn things that we would have never learned on our own. Right. Which makes our relationship flourish as well. I think there's also a safe space for us to share. Mm, I think that, oh my god, that's so important. <laughs> it's a safe like I can share what I'm going through regardless of how painful it might be for both of us. Because do I ever make you feel judged when you express how you feel? You don't. And I think that's something that people like we all need to bring is that's that space of non judgment of mm. understanding and listening. I feel like Open. we need to yeah, like if we're really great listeners as individuals when it comes to our friends or family members and our relationships, if we're actually listening, I think that that really contributes to a flourishing relationship. 
you know, because I feel like that's something that that as a as a collective sometimes we lack because it's very easy to get distracted. Mm-hmm. But if especially we, nowadays, nowadays, <laughs> but it's like it's like a skill and it's a muscle that you have to train yourself. If someone is talking to you face to face, I feel like we have to listen to understand, mm-hmm. not listen to moment. respond. You know? Yeah. Listen to understand. And that's very hard to grasp. Like that's very hard to wrap your head around to listen to understand instead of listening to respond. Because mm-hmm. when you listen to respond, I feel like all that's going on is. When someone else is talking, you're thinking of what you're going to say. Yeah. But when you're listening to understand, you're in the moment. You're focused on what they're saying. You are connected with their eyes. You are connected with the words that are coming out of their mouth. And then after they're finished, it's like your thoughts come. You're not thinking about what you're saying. You're in the moment. Mm -hmm. Because anytime you associate with your thoughts, I feel like you're taken out of the moment. Right? Right. (laughs) Right. Right. This is why I love our conversations. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you can't associate with thoughts or be thinking when you're communicating. Right. You have to be in the moment and then allow it to come. But that's a switch. It is a switch. It's, it's training. A switch in your perspective. Right. Because, like, in order for us to stop the train of thought, we have to put ourselves out here in this external world but have silence within us. If that makes sense. Yes. And I feel like uh, we could do a whole podcast on that. So (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole other tangent because there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. So um, stepping back to relationships. So we talked about open communication, being allowing people to speak their mind freely without being judged. I think that's super crucial. Uh, What else do you think are just some basic fundamentals that make our relationship work and just any relationship in general flourish? I definitely feel like being friends with one another is a huge one. Being friends in the in the way that we can have fun mm. and not tie so much expectations on each other. Like, you're my boyfriend. This is the way you should be acting. Mm. Like, that only hurts the person that is holding the expectations. So if yeah, I expected you to bring me flowers every Friday, or if I expected you to bring me a gift every Valentine's Day, I'm only hurting myself because I can't I can't guess what you're going to do because you're your own person. Mm. If I'm holding those expectations, then I get hurt when Valentine's Day comes and you to bring me a gift. Right. <laughs> so you almost have to be your soulmate, be your own soulmate first and do those things that you expect your boyfriend or your partner to do or your girlfriend to do mm-hmm. you have to do that for yourself right it's almost like because if you don't if you have expectations you're trying to fit somebody into a mold of who you perceive them as and not allowing them to be themselves not allowing them to be themselves yeah and i think that's the most important thing and i think another thing that works that you know a lot of people listening that could benefit from this just a little a tip so to speak what works well for us is i don't I do things because I want to do them. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So for example, if I gave you a massage every single day, that's going to become expected. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. It's like if I write you a note every single day and then I don't write you a note after a month of writing you every day, you expect that and you're going to have an expectation. So one thing that I think works well for us is I do things when I want to do them. Mm 
So I don't always hold the door for you when you get in a car. Mm -hmm. But because I don't always do that, when I do, it's more meaningful. Sparks fly. I don't always write you a note, but when I do, it is so much more meaningful than if I did it every day. And I feel like, you know, society and just expectations on relationships, you know, that these things are expected. And nothing in a relationship is expected. And when you have expectations, you will always, always be dissatisfied. Right. Expectation is the, what do they say? Expectation is like the killer of joy or something like that. I don't know. It was, I heard it somewhere, but it okay. just, it makes sense. Because no, 100%. I agree. If, if you're expecting the other person to be a certain way, and this is anybody in your family, in your friendships, it just, it just hurts it hurts when they don't do it. So you almost have to fill that expectation for yourself. You can expect yourself to be, you know, you can expect yourself to do the things that you expect your partner to do. You know, be your support system, be your rock, be your your best friend. Because when you reflect mm -hmm. that from within, everything else is ex is an extra addition to your to your plate. So like, I'm my best friend first. But that's, oh, that's why so important. That you know is what I mean. So important, right? So I'm my best friend first. That means you come around. You're my best friend. You you can reflect what I have within me. Right. So if I'm your if I'm my best friend and mm -hmm. you're your best friend, then we come together and we're best friends. Man, we got like six best friends. <laughs> <laughs> like a whole six six people family. <laughs> no, but no, that's no. But it is so because imagine if you are happy with yourself and the other person's not. Yeah. If you're your best friend and the other person's not their best friend and they're like, it's always, cause it's like, it's almost like relationships are a transfer of energy. Right? Right. So it's like, if I'm positive because I'm my best friend and I'm having a good internal life, but the other person is, isn't their best friend and that their insides or their thoughts are against them, mm -hmm. then it's always going to be bringing negative into the relationship. Right which isn't going to be a flourish relationship. I think that's why it's so important to be our best friend before mm -hmm. a relationship. Yeah, definitely. Because we all know people that we've been around that, you know, when you walk into a room with them or you meet up with them, it just brings your vibe down. And, you know, yeah. just I think that's why it's so important to be happy in general because, you know. It's important to be... It's important to work on yourself, mm -hmm. I think. And that's what brings happiness and joy. right. And it's, it's also important to be compassionate with yourself when you're having a low day. Just realize mm. that you're having a low day. And that's okay. And that's fine. And, and don't beat yourself up. Exactly. And I think what definitely makes a relationship work is understanding that in this journey of relationships, your partner and yourself are going to be different people within different moments of oh, your life. Oh, right. Because... I meet so many people or heard stories where people are like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know what to talk about. I know everything about her. Right. Or I know about everything about him. Or how they've you, changed. Right. Or they've changed. It's like, how can you know everything about somebody that is constantly changing? Mm -hmm. Like just in the past month, I've listened to 150 plus hours of podcasts. Every day I meet you, you're a different person. Every day I'm, <laughs> I have different insights, different things. So <laughs> how, how could you possibly ever, I think that's why it's so important for relationships to grow. Mm. If each person is growing, they always have something new to bring to the table. And the relationship is not an end point. You know, it's not like, oh, we're in a relationship. Cool. It's over. This is it. Yeah. It's a continuous journey and it's growing and it's developing. It's not about once you reach that love and emotion and that connection, it's work. 
you know? Mm. It's work to keep that and grow that and to have it more exponential. It's not like, oh, I got there, now it's always going to be like this. Right. You know? And because, that's where we, yes. we, we, stuck, we become stuck. Mm. Is when we're like, oh, no, this is how our relationship is. But you have to understand we're constantly growing. You're not the same right. person you were at seven. You're not the same person you were five years ago. Like, you're constantly growing. And your partner is also constantly growing. So the person that you met and first fell in love with is not going to be the same person that today. You know? Mm. And you're, you guys are constantly growing. We're constantly growing. And we also realize that there's going to be moments where we're going through stuff. And they might be dark times, but the the ma- the fact of the matter is that it's just a chapter of your life that you're going through. Right. You know, it's not oh, it's not always going to be one straight line. We're constantly understanding ourselves. We're different people. Right. I'm dating a different kale every single season because yeah, yeah. we're growing through things. Which you is know? fun. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, like, even if we are going through rough patches, I think it's really important to understand that it is a process. Mm -hmm. It is, like, a moment for that person to grow. And I feel like what really works is that we allow the person to grow and to to understand themselves Mm -hmm. and to get to know themselves. And we help them. We support them. We give them the space to grow, to go through that. Um through that challenge or through that rocky stage. Right. So let me ask you kind of a difficult question. Ooh, I like those. Yeah. So my question to you is, say one person is growing and the other person is not growing Mm. and they have no desire to grow. And if anything, they might be retreating back either to the way they were or to a lower place than they are now. Is it possible to outgrow another person? And part two to that question is that a solid time that you should move on? Is that a sign that's saying that you, should, that you should move on and maybe seek a relationship? Because maybe you guys' goals aren't aligned. And I think that might be important when you get into a relationship to know which direction both people are headed. Because if you guys are headed in opposite directions, a relationship wouldn't. I feel like won't end up. Right. So what do, what are your thoughts on that? That's a tricky one. And if you could one. answer those two questions. That's a tricky one. Because I feel like if someone is I feel like you have to know the general direction that you're both going, mm-hmm. but recognize that you're going to be growing at different speeds. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times where I'm excelling at my vision, and there's times where I'm not, and there's times where you are. And there's times where you're just slower than me. You know right. what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because nothing, nothing's linear. It's always a wave. Exactly. And I feel like if you both are heading towards the direction of whatever your vision is, if they're kind of aligned within one another, it can definitely work. If you both have an understanding that you're going to be at both different speeds, at different different periods. Mm-hmm. You know, I grow in different seasons than you grow. Right, right. You know? Definitely. So you have to have that understanding because I feel like it's very easy to be like, oh, this person isn't growing. I'm a I'm going to dodge them. So do you think you should give them like a period of time? Like say, what if a year after it's not growing? Yeah. Then I mean, you think it might be time to it, move on and seek something else? It's inter- it's independent to the person. Right, right. Because every relationship is different. Every relationship is different. So there's no time limit. It's a matter of knowing where you're both heading. I think you have to know. You both have to 
know what the other one wants out of life. Mm, which is communication. It's again. communication. Right. And if you haven't had that conversation yet in a relationship, it's very important to sit down and have that conversation right. face to face. First with yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then with the, you know, with the partner. 100%. Because if you don't know the direction you're going, how are you supposed to share that with your partner? Yeah. And I think, you know, this doesn't just apply to, like, intimate relationships, like, with a partner. This could be with regular relationships, you know? Look at your friends. Are they headed in the same direction as you? Are they growing? Or are they holding back and they're going to pull you back down to where you don't want to be? Right. So I think, you know, we get to a point where it's like, I can either keep progressing but sometimes, as hard as it is, you might have to let go of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a hardship that a lot of us, you know, it's hard for us to go through that. Mm-hmm. Letting go of people that are no longer suitable for our growth, for our vision. Not mm-hmm. saying that you can't hang out with them. You know, you guys can still be friends. Maybe just spending less time and finding a different social group that's going to push you to that next level, push that next level of growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just equally as important as in intimate relationships. You know, relationships are some are are done in seasons. You know, sometimes it's for spring. Sometimes it's for summer, spring, and fall. Yeah. Sometimes it's for multiple seasons. Sometimes it's for years. Yeah. Sometimes it's for life. Mm-hmm. I guess you just have to figure out the direction of where you guys are both going and play out the seasons. Yeah. But you have to let the seasons unfold and give time because time is important too. Time is important. Presence is important. Right. And time spent together is crucial because so many people are in relationships and they don't spend time together. Yeah. But also, contradictory, time apart. It's huge. Time apart. You almost have to be so content with yourself without your partner that when your partner is there it's not like you're not your happiness is not taken away or your fun isn't taken away like you have to be fun yourself by yourself right in your own room you gotta you gotta be fun right and then your partner is just an addition to that Mm -hmm. because we don't hold our the amount of fun or joy that we're feeling because our partner is out right and having fun yeah i noticed when you're by yourself you know, we could be together in the house, but you having fun doing what you want to do, and I'm having fun with that, what I want to do. And then we come together and we bring that fun and energy together. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. I think there's different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think my old relationship was like a codependent relationship where I needed to, you know, rely on the other person for my happiness. And then, you know, I heard stories of people that are very independent, which independence in a relationship is key, but they're Mm -hmm. too independent. They never spend any time together. Mm. And I think that's a downfall. So if we could somehow meet in the middle of being independent with ourselves and being happy, but then spending an equal amount of time together and bringing the happiness together and being a fulfilling, loving relationship, kind of like an interdependent relationship. Mm -hmm. So we we are independent with each each other. Mm-hmm. in ourselves and then we come together and interlock yeah and have this interlocking dependence on each other that's huge yeah i don't know if you remember this but when we first started dating you said you would tell me constantly you don't need me mm-hmm. you don't need me he and and i honestly feel like that programmed me 
it just reminded me more so to remember that I didn't need you. Right, and you can rely on yourself. I can rely on myself. And you enjoy the relationship, but you don't need the relationship. No. You don't have to stay if you don't want to. And you should never feel like you have to stay in a relationship. If it's not a good relationship, you should be able to leave anytime you want. And both people and parties of the relationship should be okay with that. Yeah. And I think that's healthy. That, yeah. I almost completely forgot. I yeah, that. I just yeah. remembered that. I was like, oh my gosh, I just remembered that in the beginning. You used and to remind me that. that. Yeah. Because you don't need me. I don't. I like having you around, right. but I don't need you for my joy, my happiness, right. my fun, my intimacy with myself, exploration in life. I don't need you, but it's oh amazing God, yes. to have you there. Right. But um, I completely agree. Yeah. I don't know. I think these are some solid points. Mm -hmm. I think that it's work. It's a work in oh, progress. It is always a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. It's like anything in life, you know? Any skill that you want to build, any career that you want to take, you don't ever arrive. Yeah. It's a constant doing. It's a constant being. It's a constant growing. And that's what makes life so fun. Can you imagine if you just arrived at something and that was it? <laughs> Can you imagine if I just spent like a year with you and I know you and that that's it? That's it. Right? No, there's no way. There's no way. Because there wouldn't we... be any fun. There wouldn't be any exciting. There wouldn't be any... It would be dull. Right. Yeah. And it's it's fun knowing that when we sleep every night, we know that we're going to wake up and it's a new, fresh start. Mm -hmm. You know, who you right. were when I first met you is not going to be the same person that I'm going to meet mm -hmm. tomorrow. You know, and yeah. it's it's so important to recognize that we're constantly growing. And I feel like human beings love <laughs> growth, even unconsciously, unconsciously we love growth and even if we we know it or not you know we might be comfortable in staying in a space mm -hmm. where we know who our partner is but we're constantly growing and that you know that's important it is important um it is yeah. and i feel like there's so much excitement in knowing the unknown yes or getting to know the unknown well <laughs> Um, and I, I think we really dived in some fantastic topics. Yeah. You know, I, if anybody has any questions or anything that, you know, just something like a topic that they'd like us to dive into, that'd be great. I mean, I feel like that would be an awesome, you know, conversation to dive into. But I, I honestly feel like as far as relationships, it's a work in progress and we're constantly learning more about ourselves and trying to understand what a, what a relationship is. What right. this, Yeah, because we're in it, right? So we're constantly learning. Right. And every day is a new experience. It is, and every day it brings us new challenges. Yeah. But it's exciting because it's changing your perspective of looking at challenges as a burden, but as an opportunity to grow mm -hmm. and to learn something new, not just for yourself, but for both of us. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we decided to make this podcast, you know, to help people out from the experiences and information that we learn. Yeah. And I think this is probably a good good stopping point. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're so happy to have you here. Yeah, um, we definitely appreciate you guys for listening. And I hope, you know, we're bringing a lot of value. You know, I, I thought our first podcast had a lot of value, but I think this podcast... It might just be one of our best yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have episode two. number two. Episode number two, but definitely a lot of value. So stay tuned for the upcoming episodes. 
Um, we're going to try to have a lot of variety of topics, anything from mastering your mind, from relationships to business to marketing to... Spirituality. I mean, spirituality. Travel. Health. Wellness. Creativity. Creativity. Yeah. Anything that can help you guys grow and expand and become a better person. You know, we're here to help you guys. You know, we're not doing this for money. We're not doing this for anything else but to help you guys get to that next level of yourself. The next level of your mind. And to master your mind and not let it take you over. But with that, this is Kale and D signing out. Peace. Peace.